welcome to Loose Lips with me, Georgie Porter, and the glorious Sharon Carpenter. Sharon! <laughs> you know, Georgie, I don't think I've ever been called glorious before. I like it! Glorious. Is that quite, like, do you think that's quite old, or is that, like, nice? Is that, it's what is very that? sort of old-school, posh. Um, <laughs> we might have seen it in a period piece well, movie or something. <laughs> I'm going to save a nice, like, describing word for you every single time. I'm just going to get better and better. I like it. I'm going to say glorious. I'm going to, I'm going to hold on to glorious. <laughs> well, you are pretty glorious yourself as well. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Georgie, I feel like I haven't spoken to you in a while. Like so much has has gone yeah. on since last oh. time we chatted. Oh, so much. I mean, I know what. Like, how are you? Just generally, day to day, how are you? Are you good? I'm good. I'm good. So I actually I made it to the UK and back. <gasps> yes, uh, and that was my first time. Unfortunately, we didn't get to meet because no. I know you were away somewhere, and then it was a really short period of time for me as well. Um, but I did get to see my family for the first time in a year and eight months. And I know I've been in the same boat as a lot of other people who just yeah. have not had the chance to see family members in so long. So, yeah, I got to see the kids, my two nieces, my two nephews and had a really, really amazing oh. time. And how was that? Because so many people have been in this position, which is crazy, isn't it? That yeah. so many people have not seen their family for so long. Was it emotional? And was it like, did they remember you? Did they love you more? Like what they happened? They did. You know what was really amazing? Because my sister has my youngest nephew and niece. And mm. the niece is uh, Amelie. Her, she is three years old. And then my nephew is five years old. He's, he's going to be six. But she's very good at talking to them about us because my parents also live in France. So they don't get mm. to see them all the time either. Yeah. Uh, so she always makes sure to keep us top of mind. We do a lot of FaceTiming, which helps. So it's almost as if they've grown up with us. They're, they're used to seeing us. So it took no time at all. Amelie might have been a little shy in the beginning for about, you know, 30 seconds and then totally warmed up to me. But my nephew said something really cute. My sister sent me the text, uh, a, a text saying that Ollie had said to her before I got there, my dreams have finally come true. Auntie Shaz oh. is coming home. 
film. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. Does that melt it's your heart so when things cute. like that are said? Oh, it's so, it's so dramatic, wait. but it's so like, it's like, yeah. Yeah, it is. But honestly, when I saw them, it did not feel like it had been a year and eight months at all. We just like slipped back into the way things oh. have always been. And I think technology has just been really helpful. I'm sure a lot of other people have found that as well. Being able to see each other, like you and I seeing each other, we've never yeah, met in person. We've never met. But like, <laughs> it's going to feel like when we do finally meet, it's going to feel like, you know, we've met a billion times before. Sharon, I don't think one of us will shut up. Like, I think when we finally meet, we'll be like, I know. Like, we'll have so, oh, what if we're like awkward together and we don't know what to say? Hi. Hours because if you add up all these hours that we've spoken to each other, we this we must be going on a hundred hours of conversation. What if like nobody gives us a topic to talk about? You know, producer, we'll go right. So, uh, what do we say? Uh, (laughs) It can be awkward, it it really can. That's something that isn't often spoken about, right? Because even people you've known for a long time. You have those friends that you're just a thousand percent comfortable with, and then those friends that yeah, you've known them for a long time, but you still have those awkward moments, right? Do you find that yeah. as well? Or is that just me? Yeah, yeah. Because then you also as well, there's so much to say and you don't know how to say it. So you want to yeah. like, you want to be like, just climb into my mind and like read my mind, and then yeah. I re- <laughs> climb on in one. there, <laughs> climb in, have a wonder. Yeah. And I think I re- I remember once I'd not seen my, my bestest friend for so long. We went for a walk, yeah. and instead of talking because we had so much to say. We we got like we put music on and we had we just had a dance in the woods because we were like oh, that's let's so just dance because we've got so much to say we can't say it let's just dance <laughs> you're a good friend because I remember when we were talking about what kind of birthday gift could you give to a, a best friend who has mm. everything and you didn't you come up with the idea of the bicycle ride and yeah. like having the little gifts a, along the way one of my friends actually listened to that episode she was like yeah I'm gonna do that for you on your on your birthday yes uh, but it's such a lovely idea and not all of us you know Oh, that thoughtful. I mean, now that you brought it to my attention, I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> I love that idea of dancing, just dancing in, in the woods. Just putting on music because we were, we were like childhood friends. Yeah. So we put music on that we used to listen to, Tim Westwood. Oh, you remember? Tim Westwood, pew, pew, pew. of course I, yeah. <laughs> so we, put, <laughs> we put on some jar rolls, some like that, and we just uh, literally had a dance, just me and her. And it was just funny because it was what we used to get ready to when we yes. were kids. So we were like yeah. laughed about it. Yeah. Tim Westwood. Oh yeah, he was the epitome. He was everything <laughs> when it came to to hip hop. Yeah. I don't think much about Westwood anymore, but we what used to he listen doing? to Westwood a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Was he? Did he move to One Extra? Is that what happened? Did oh, he maybe. his show and then because mm. he used to have the main show? I think on Radio was One. Was on or Radio something. One? And then like I Capital. Think so. Yeah. So Capital. And then I think he went to Radio One. But no, he was he's an icon. He's definitely yeah. an icon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not what you think he'd look like is what uh, no. I always used to think. And I remember <laughs> like... his parties. I used yeah. to go to his parties. So did his you? Party. Yeah, I did. I wow, did. I used to be like, wow, he's white. I'd yeah. never do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think a lot of people were surprised. <laughs> yeah. But he... His crowd, he had a rough crowd. He had to be mm. kind of careful. Wait, we had to be careful when we went to his parties. They were fun, wow. 
But yeah. it, you were probably taking your life in your hands at times when you went wow. like crazy. Yeah, some crazy stuff would go down, but we were, you know, um, daring slash stupid. <laughs> when we were younger, we were like 16 years old, like, you know, going up to oh, London. Yeah. But I was usually with older people as well, like my sister would go and then my brother would go as well after time. I love it when you do these, like, you do you flip it and you, like, you're the yeah. coolest, the surprising oh. things you come out with, Sharon. Well, you thanks. literally surprise shock me and I'm like oh she used to hang around with Tim Westwood see my sister actually knew Westwood they became friends I didn't really know him that I I met him a couple of times but I didn't really know him like that but you actually surprised me too like I love the fact that you grew up listening to Westwood and you were like blasting Jarl and you were partying in the woods to Jarl probably I'm not always there when you call that one I'm not always there always when you call, when you call but, I'm, but always I'm always on time, time. <laughs> we were not on time then uh, not at all <laughs> not on key either <laughs> but yeah no the good old days the good old days those, those were some fun times I was in Watford as well so I have a best mm. friend who I've known since I was three years old uh so I was back in Watford and it's just it's also <gasps> different yeah. and did you see yeah is it like a shock what England looks like like the UK is it changed loads I don't know if it's so much as it's changed loads versus I forgot how it was, you know, because yeah. I've been away for so long. And then to be away for, I, I think every time I forget just the history of the UK, because when mm. I'm there and I'm looking at, you know, you're in the middle of the of London, but the buildings are like very quaint, aside from the newer areas, like very quaint old buildings. And they just yeah. have so much history. And that always sort of surprises me each time. And I, I had to stock up on the, you know, the crisps and the sweets oh, and all that. The- in America, sorry, I don't mean to offend, but it's not the same. <laughs> it's not. It. No, it's not the same. Like Maltesers, do you have Maltesers over there? You know, I actually never liked Maltesers, so I'm glad they're not. So over you're here okay. They're disgusting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're okay then. You don't want to blow them in the air. I'm and be like, good. Yeah. yeah. Wait, you, what did you do with them? You just blow them in the air, don't you? You do that little trick where you blow it and you're like, huh, I can blow chocolate in the air. I just don't know. <laughs> really? And you can actually get it in the air? See, this is what Americans don't know. No, that you can no. blow chocolate in the air. <laughs> I need to see this, like, next time I see you, unless you've got some Maltesers handy. I but need then, to so see what, you in action. What did you Maltesers. take? It's a little trick. Some people can do it. Some people are wise. Did you, what did you take <laughs> over then from England? So it was actually when I was in Heathrow and I was heading back and Mm. I just, I had like plenty of time because I got there really early because of the COVID restrictions and I stocked up on everything. Skips, of course. Watsits. I wish I got more Watsits. Love Uh, Watsits. Hula Hoops. I love Watsits. Hula Hoops, barbecue and the ready salted. Uh, Jelly Babies. I ate the whole bag in the airport. Uh, It was a big bag too. And fruit pastels. Fruit, yeah. See, yeah, they just don't have them over there, do they? No, you once in a while you'll find them. And they have little English shops over here that you come across every once in a while. Or you'll yeah. go buy a deli that's kind of like a worldly deli and it might have like a lion bar in there. Oh, double decker as well. Like double down on the double deckers. Yeah, yeah <laughs> double deckers. Absolutely. The chocolate, I just think the chocolate, like Easter yeah, eggs it's in America. Do you, have, do you have Easter eggs in America? Is that a thing? It is, but I've never actually tried one because they've got the Hershey. Same. But now Hershey's has bought Hershey's bought Cadbury's, and I don't know if no. it tastes the same anymore. No, no, no. That no? upsets me. Oh. That is <laughs> yeah. 
I'm Hershey's- like, oh, didn't they? No, yeah, I think Hershey's bought Cadbury's and it doesn't taste, at oh. least over here. No, Hershey's tastes like same. Vom. Yeah, yeah, Hershey's isn't good. Those chocolate pieces, oh. no thanks. No, keep keep that chocolate. No chocolate pukes. Well, yeah. we have got a great show today, haven't we? Actually, we sure have. Okay, so there is a chippy in the UK. Everyone's talking about it, right? Um, The owner of a restaurant called Jack the Chipper insists that he has no plans to change the name despite a boycott driven by customers who have slammed the name for glorifying the serial killer. Um, Recep Turnham, or Turnham, sorry if I jacked your name up, uh, speaking of Jack. Uh, He's 52 years old. He opened the chippy in Greenwich, Southeast London, on the back of the success of a shop with the same name in White chapel east london uh where the jack the ripper murders actually took place now he said nobody was offended by the name there and it's only caused trouble in the new location where people shout abuse through the front door and think that he hates women well i'm not surprised after this after a map was put up showing where the victims were killed like what why would you Uh, do that wait so the actual chippy put up the maps yeah where Oh, yeah. no. Like, yeah, we call Jack the Chipper, and here's where all the women were murdered. Um, <gasps> yeah, you're just shooting yourself in the foot there. Mr. Turhan uh, claims that the boycott, which started on social media with negative posts and reviews, is now threatening the business. And he told The Sun, uh, they were historical events. I wasn't celebrating what he did. It's a play on words. This boycott is ruining my business. It's not like this is a murderer from last year. It's a name we chose, and it's a brand now. Uh, he said, we don't want to disrespect anyone we've already shown our respectfulness by offering a 50% discount for women although some people then accused him of being sexist <laughs> the guy can't win uh, and one person wrote though uh, how is this chip shop only glorifying Jack the Ripper when there are tours and movies about him uh, the people boycotting this place are beyond morons but others criticize the name with another posting let's be honest it's a shit name it's a bad pun they have no idea that Jack the Ripper was an evil piece of work in the 1800s so what do you think have you ever been to Jack the Chipper Georgie now I'm usually a fan of play on words yeah you know like I quite I I quite like it when um the people have chains and they change it up a little bit and stuff like that even though they've taken the name I'd say I'm always quite fond and quite oh that's quite clever and I'm quite like you know impressed by these kind of things but I mean and Jack the Chipper I mean I a chippy for me in work wise is like a guy you know in our job um at work in the tv world is a chipper a chippy is a guy that works with wood as in okay. we call them chippies, the chippies. Okay. So for like me, a carpenter. Ju- yeah, that is where I was trying to go. To. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People in the industry, we My call them. Yeah. yeah, it went a long way around there. Um, that's what I would call a chippy, the chipper. As yeah. in, for this, a chippy, I feel like it's very far fetched. I feel like this guy just wanted to bring like that into something. And it's really, fa- it's too far fetched for me, actually, for this name. But I do understand also. He wasn't a nice, like he wasn't a great guy. Like he's a yeah, bit sick. Yeah, to say the least. Yeah, he's yeah. a bit sick, isn't it? Like, well, see, I'm in two minds about it because mm. when I hear the name Jack the Chipper, I'm not thinking of Jack the Ripper. No, I'm actually thinking chips. I've got a one-track mind, and I'm yeah. thinking chips, and I want to Food. taste those chips. <laughs> That's what. You want to exactly. taste Jack's chips? I, yeah. I, <laughs> 
And you exactly. think Jack owns so, this place and you're like, hey, who's Jack the manager? Is Jack around? And they're yeah. like, no one is called Jack. And then you're like, well, now I'm confused. So why are we, what is this about? <laughs> and and the thing is, if you really think about it, you know where the name comes from. It's a play on words, but you, that's not the first thing that comes to my mind. Um, I think where he did himself a disservice was putting up the map, right? That was yeah. like totally uncalled for. bit sick. That is lawsick. And if you look at the website, he actually have, has a skeleton with the top hat on. That's on the website. That's like on the home page of the website. So yeah, it's sending the wrong message. You were probably okay with the name. Uh, but once you start adding all this other stuff, yeah, it's, it's a little sinister. It's a little creepy. Although I don't think you're down with serial killing. I think, you know, you're just trying yeah. to drum up as much cash as, as possible. <laughs> you're not into it. I mean, and also it's, it is a historical event, isn't it? Like he says, there's films and stuff about it. So it is yeah. teaching. And if you go to your local chippy and you learn in history, I suppose that's probably quite cool. Like you, I'm in two minds here because yeah. I like, I like, I'm interested in these things. Like I like criminal stuff, like in the past, not now, not now criminal stuff, but like. Yeah, when it's, history. when it was far enough back, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's, there's a grace period because I've seen, I've seen comedians making jokes about 9-11, for example, <gasps> and mm. other horrible, you know, horrific mm. events that have taken place. I feel like there's sort of this grace period. I don't know what it is, but like after a certain amount of time, people feel like, oh, it's sort of a free for all now. The comedians can now make jokes. The businesses can now do a play of words. The movie yeah. makers can now do movies because they feel like enough time has has passed. And if, you know, if enough time has passed with anything, it's certainly Jack the Ripper because that was the 1800s. But uh, we also shouldn't make light of these women's deaths. You know, I no, don't like that. That's, that's where yeah. I'm upset about is like if people know or I mean, obviously, years ago, I don't know if you connected or you'll know that. But I mean, obviously, it's that kind of thing, isn't it? Of It actually did happen. Yeah. Also, I, f I feel like, you know, for like Halloween and dress up kind of things, like, is that acceptable? I mean, I I would think, oh, that's an iconic killer back then. And you can dress up as a Halloween outfit. <laughs> See, it's a, it's a good question. I feel a few years ago, I don't think anyone would have been bothered, but we are living in a very sensitive society, right? People yeah. get upset about everything. And yeah, yeah I mean, if, if, it, if a name triggers somebody, a name triggers somebody, if a costume triggers someone, you know, I guess who are we yeah. to say that it shouldn't? That's their own personal situation that they're dealing with. But I do feel like we're particularly sensitive about things and it's going to get to the point where like, you know, people are going to be upset about any name. And uh, there's there's a chip shop, fish and chip shop over here. I was just thinking about it. And the name was or is Assault and Battery, right? <laughs> Assault and Battery. Because, yeah, you get it. You batter quite, it, batter it I in, the fish. I enjoy that. Like, yeah, see, I think that's clever. <laughs> but like, some people yeah. out there are going to be like, you're glorifying the battery of you uh, know human beings and assaulting people and oh i just love salt and battered fish yeah, exactly. so you take maybe maybe that's where your mind goes isn't it you think that's funny or not oh yeah it, it depends how sensitive you are I, it's interesting i had a, a debate with my sister the other day she was upset about a book she was reading and the character, the antagonist in the book used a racist slur towards an mm. Indian doctor. My sister was livid about it. 
I personally didn't think it was a big deal because I'm thinking, okay, it just shows another layer of what a piece of crap this guy was. We know he's not nice to his wife, but now we know he's just not a nice, decent person overall to anybody. Um, She didn't feel it needed to be in there. And the author is white as well. And she didn't like that. She said no white person should ever be using that. It Mm. was the P word, right? Um, Dirty P word, which, you know, I was called many times when I was a kid. So, you know, my Mm. sister was too, but I don't find that offensive as a novel. It's like, you're building up this character and that somebody like this, like this particular character, that is something that might come out of his mouth. And you are reading that character and you are like hating him even more because you think that's not what you want to see. But, and also you like it brings up conversations is what I always think as well with these things totally. so so the chippy in itself is bringing up a conversation to the kids that go mom dad uh, parents whoever mm. why is this called this and then you like have to explain you have to get your facts right yeah <laughs> like, well uh listen so <laughs> this is the thing and then can you I sort of nicely yeah. yeah and then that's like sort of an educational thing while you're eating your fish and chips conversation starter possibly you're absolutely right and I think as long as we can all respect each other's opinions and hear each other out it's fine Mm. to have a different perspective on things I think at the end of the day we just want to make sure this guy's not a serial killer himself uh he doesn't seem to be and we want to make sure that he's not disrespecting the the women um but if he really wants to be on the safe side Maybe he should change the name. I know he's saying it's a brand now because they've got the the one in Whitechapel. But um, if Kim Kardashian can change the name of uh, Skims, which was going to be called Kimono, and this is Kim oh. Kardashian, right? People were really upset. They said that uh, it was cultural appropriation. She said, "I take these these you know comments very seriously and your opinions really seriously." She changed it to Skims, and that hasn't lost her any money. I know it wasn't you know this was sort of before it was launched, but I still think if it's that bad, people are like yelling into the chip shop, which apparently they're doing, like yelling all sorts of things as they walk by. Maybe it's worth it at least at least for that one. I mean, that location. Yeah. It's just great PR, though, isn't it, for the chippy? And everybody it's great PR, there. and he's pushing this story. <laughs> he's it, out there doing those interviews. Yeah. yeah, that's it. At the end of the day, if your fish and chips are delicious, they're going to be in there anyway. They could be called whatever they want them to be. That is exactly. exactly the hot dog stand, and they'll still be in there. Okay, our next news story. So we've got Daniel Craig has said that he will not leave his children a substantial inheritance because he finds the practice distasteful. The actor, who's 53, has earned millions from the James Bond franchise and has recently been confirmed to star in the future Knives Out film, which were recently being confirmed... Oh, no, no, no. Which were bought by Netflix in a multi-million dollar deal earlier this year. Craig has a three-year-old daughter and stepson with his current wife, Oscar winner, Rachel Wise, and an adult daughter, Ella, with his ex-wife, actress, Fiona Ludon. Um, (laughs) Craig has said that he does not plan on leaving his children a fortune, instead preferring to give it away, noting the example of industrialized Andrew Carnage. 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 Yeah. So what I'm Wait, so Carn yes. Yeah? Oh Carnegie. Carnegie. Oh Carnegie. So Sorry, Andrew Carnegie. I was just thinking of the word carnage and I'm like, yes, carnage. It, it's yeah, carnage. carnage. For children. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of his of his like so now like give me is this true in what I'm thinking that so 
when he dies, he doesn't want to give his children a penny. Now, does he want to spend it with his children while he's alive? Or does he just want to give it away as he lives? Because for me, if that was my dad, I'd want to know the facts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'd be very pissed off too, as well. I'm sure. Um, Chewy, okay, Chewy. Oh, right. Chewy! No, 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 no. <laughs> Chewy always. I mean, every time, guys, you already know this. Chewy will make a grand appearance and just throw things into disarray and then disappear. Uh, I think that uh, this is really interesting. We were talking about topics that really spark discussion. This is one of them. Now, Daniel Craig is one of the or he is the highest paid actor right now. He just uh, overtook Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, to be the highest paid actor. Uh, He is worth, I think, right now around $150 million, but he is going to be making all that money from the James Bond movie, which I think is $25 million he's making for that. Um, He's making $100 million for the Knives Out movies as well. So he's going to be worth a pretty penny. And I think that, yeah, he's saying he wants to give away that money. He doesn't believe, he finds it distasteful to leave that money for your kids, which is really interesting because you would think that, you know, people work all their lives and put in all that effort to make sure their families are set. Give to their children what they never got and they've worked hard. So they think, yeah, but what do you, Sharon, what if this was like, you know, your, um, your inheritance, Oh. And it wasn't getting like. Oh, I'd be pissed <laughs> if this was if this was coming from one of my family members. I would think, okay, this is their little warning. Like, you better get that A in school. You yeah. better get up off the couch, go get a yeah. job, cause this yeah. money is not going to be guaranteed. This bag is not guaranteed. I mean, I would think if I had children or, you know, my children, I would I would want them to work hard for their money. I wouldn't want to be like, I've worked all this hard, like all this money you don't just get and then you just like, you know, lie on your butt and play video games and get nothing. Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, don't be lazy because I've worked hard for this. So in a way, I do kind of agree with him and being like, you know, if I've you, you hard, see like, his side of this, the, yeah, you, he's jumped you see off buildings. Why he might make this decision. He's, yeah, he's been an actor where he's had to like do a lot of hard work for this, and you know, audition, and you know, just become this man of him of importance himself in his own right, and then for his kids to just be like, "I don't need to work, babes. I'm fine. I'll just do what I want." You think? Hold on a minute. Yeah, you want to teach them the value of hard work, that's for mm. sure. It's interesting because he has, so there are really sort of three kids in the mix. He's got a 29-year-old from his first wife. Mm. He's got a 15-year-old stepson who's Rachel Wise's son. And then they have a three-year-old daughter as well. So to have like siblings that are 26 years apart, that's yeah. That's a huge age difference, oh, isn't it? It's a huge age I'd, difference. I'd be like the older one, like, Dad, Dad, just give it me. I'll yeah, give it for you. exactly. Don't worry. 
This may be a message to the older daughter. You never know. This is pure speculation right here. But this could be like a little, you know, subtle message to the older daughter, like get your, your stuff in gear. I don't know what she does. But you're right. Like kids need to be, even if they're born with a silver spoon in their mouth, they need to be taught the importance of hard work yeah. and integrity. And they need to understand that it's just not always going to be there. And you do see a lot of these trust fund kids just going off the rails, don't you? As you were saying, like playing video <laughs> games all day. Like you know, I have witnessed in too many drugs and all kinds yeah. Of stuff. Oh, even that, like, yeah, that's like another side of it, isn't there? Yeah. What about like? So I was like, we went to some really posh places in Scotland recently, and um, we my boyfriend. We've made our own money. We've like we've got ourselves. Like we didn't get anything from anyone else. This is not how we you're self-made. Yeah, exactly. And separately as well, we've done that separately that's and come awesome. together. And we've gone to this like really posh place and. The children, at one point, I literally thought, I wanted to turn around and go, you are embarrassment to your parents, the way you are talking to your parents, the words you're saying, the absolute, you go and get it, go and get this, no, no, no. And I thought, I was like, so shocked. And I thought, if I... I probably did one point, used to be cheeky to my mum and give my mum lip, but, oh, that was (laughs) embarrassing. And I thought... Especially like at the dinner table, you've been taken oh. to this nicer establishment and for them to behave like that. Yeah, exactly. So I think Daniel wants to make sure that his kids don't go through anything like that. But I would be very shocked and actually appalled to find out that he wouldn't leave, you know, if he doesn't leave anything for his kids. I'm sure he's got a trust fund set up for them. I'm sure there's a college fund. I'm sure they're going to be taken care of, but maybe he just feels that they don't need the hundreds of millions of dollars maybe that he's going to have. But yeah, who are yeah, and like he wants to be the richest person in the graveyard. Like, really, he should enjoy his wealth. Like, he should do and things and give to away if that's what he wants to do. If that's what he's actually stating, he's giving it away, then like, cool how great would it be if like james bond gave you money but not i know parents, i'll not take some of that i'll take some of that <laughs> yeah. hundred million dollars exactly you know i'll do you that favor uh, yeah. but but yeah absolutely there are other celebs who have said that they're gonna follow a similar path by the way like ashton kutcher and bill and melinda gates have said the same thing they're not going to be leaving their inheritance to their kids they want to give it away so yeah if you're going to give to charity and those in need that's wonderful but just make sure the kids are set as well uh which i'm sure he's gonna do i'd be shocked otherwise all right so i think we have an ad break and then we'll be back with a listener letter seeing it sick Baffled, a brand new podcast bringing you some amazing facts that are complete nonsense. Imagine the likes that that would get on Instagram, you having a quick one up a lamppost on the moon, incredible. You basically (laughs) saying the reason the dinosaurs stopped living is because they all collectively made a decision to have no more children. I think until 10 years ago, I, I still shared the bathwater that my parents were in. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search for Baffled Amazing Facts. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So we're back. We're back. back. Hi. 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 Uh, All right. So we've got a listener letter for you up next. Um, This one is from Frankie. Frankie saying, hi, girls. Not sure if you remember me from a few weeks ago. Uh, I was hiding McDonald's from my vegan boyfriend. Uh, Just giving you an update. I took your advice and told him what I was doing. He was so lovely about it. Although he doesn't agree with it, he said that he understands it's my body and it's only once in a while. Now I don't have to hide my McDonald's wrappers away in shame anymore. Thanks for the advice. Well, that's nice. It's always nice to hear an update, isn't it? I love this. I love the fact we've heard an update. I love that they've got back in touch. Frankie, thank you so much because we love to hear if our advice goes well. And there, it did. Whatever we said really Because <laughs> I can't well. remember, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's us. We solved it, the problem for it you. It went yeah. down a treat. Yeah, I'm so happy that that happened. And how cute is your boyfriend understanding? Like, oh, I love that. That's brilliant. That's nice, yeah. Because my fear was that he might look at it as, oh, you've been lying to me this whole time. And if you can lie about this, like what else can you lie about? But no, you didn't take it that seriously. So let's give him a round just, of applause for that. Just to remind you what he could have done in the most savage yeah. way, but he didn't. <laughs> he deserves a big kiss uh, uh, tonight. Yeah. With that beef breath. Give him that beef breath. Have <laughs> a Go on his sausage because you're not <laughs> eating anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you wow. saucy little. Yeah, uh, th- but this is good. Have you ever been in a position, Georgie, where you had to come clean about something with your boyfriend or in a past uh, relationship where you're like, yeah. oh, you know, I, I shouldn't have lied, Sharon. but you know what? I'm going to come clean. Sharon, I, so number one, I can't lie. Like, I cannot lie, but I will yeah. tell you. This is a very bad, bad thing that's happened. So I've been driving yeah. his car. 
recently and it's wider than most like it's so wide and I'm quite small <laughs> and I'd like to say what I've car got, like, is it why is it so wide Audi thing and the wheels are okay. further out than the car and it's just like wide a the pimped out ride wide. when there's pimped out rides it okay. is and I enjoy a car like I love a fancy car I'm very impressed with yeah. cars I know that's shallow but I love it yeah and it, obviously I love to drive it so when he gave me the keys I was like Sick. Yeah. <laughs> and I have scuffed the wheels a few times. Now, I admit to that and I admitted to doing this. And obviously, a man's car is his pride and joy. Oh, yeah. But when he came up to me, I think before the weekend, and he was like, and he had the keys in his hand and he said, You've done it again, haven't you? And I said, What? I don't know what you're talking about. And at this point, I did not know what he was talking about because oh, I okay. don't have. So that wasn't a lie, at least. So it's not a lie. So really, I had to think what he meant, first of all, because he was doing the test of, you tell me what it is. Yeah, just own up to it, all right? Yes. So I literally was racking my brain like, I have no idea. Like, no, I don't. I didn't. I don't. So, and we had to like, you know, he, he had to like sort of test me a bit. And then he showed me where I'd scuffed the front of the bonnet and I was like <gasps> genuinely not even the no tire you've scuffed the front of the bonnet yeah so like scuffed the front of the bottom and I was like oh I have no God. idea where this was from so I was backtracking and I was literally but then do you know what Sharon it hit me and I was <laughs> like oh Starbucks drive through Yes. Oh, when so, you went over the bump, the speed yes. bump. Like you turn the corner and it's yeah. like you're going into it. And I know for a fact that that's when it happened. And I had to, I had to admit it. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I do remember now. And he was like, well, obviously it was you. And I was like, yeah, but I couldn't <laughs> remember. So I couldn't admit. And oh, then so you afterwards. you were trying to push it off on him. No, it must have been well, you because I, I can't. Yeah, like I literally thought this can't be true, but then yeah. it was, and then I have to admit it, and I can't lie. And as long as I know my truth and I remember when I did it, then I can be like, you're right, I did it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? You admitted to it, and there were no, you told no lies. You just didn't remember. It's two different things. No, because if Frankie was eating McDonald's and she was drunk and she couldn't remember, then she could have got away with it, maybe. And yeah. then when she remembered, she could have been like, I remembered. But yeah, have you ever lied like this or gotten away with something or just to your partner ever? I'm trying to think. Uh, the the thing that comes, I don't, I don't think I have. But what I do remember is, as a kid, this was a terrible lie. This was a terrible, terrible lie. I slammed the back door really hard for some reason, and the glass in the door completely shattered and then my mom came around and I used to do this a lot actually oh you know playing dumb I had no idea it certainly wasn't me I wasn't outside (laughs) and then years later years later like 20 years later I finally admitted to it and then there was another time like my mom had all these bowls right these beautiful bowls with like real gold uh, around the rim and I broke one of them by accident and quickly like cleaned it up as best I could and discarded it. But I left one little piece, like one shard of this beautiful, expensive bowl. And she saw it and she was like, was this you? I was like, no, of course not. I would have told you if it was. And then, yeah. What, so years bad. later, the confession, was she more upset that you didn't confess at the time? Or was she like, oh, she's forgotten about it? 
She's a very lovely mother. She was not upset with me. She was like, oh, I thought so. For you. So, <laughs> yeah. I knew it was you. She knew oh, it was God. me. She knew it was me. She, she was like, no. Yeah, yeah. She's like, all right, I don't have the proof, but I know. Yes. So, um, yes. so that's it. I mean, I'm sure I've been in a situation like that with a significant other, like... You know, you maybe can't. we were working out and like trying to eat healthy and I had a bagel. There was one situation, yeah, where I had a bagel with bacon and egg and we were we were both supposed to be on this strict diet and I didn't tell them about it. Oh, but who's having more um, fun? You eating the bagel. Like exactly. you're like you're thriving. It was pretty delicious. It was pretty <laughs> it was pretty delicious. You know those New York bagels. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, now before I get too hungry, should we move on to, uh, we have another news story, don't we, Georgie? So our news number three for today is a very brilliant one. In fact, I love this guy. Or girl, who knows? Mm. So Banksy, great British staycation. Early this month, 10 murals by Banksy appeared in various locations across Norfolk and Suffolk in what the artist dubbed as a great British spraycation. Mm, cute name very clever one of the artworks on the wall in oh at north beach lowstroff suffolk during his great british spraycation features a rat sipping a cocktail in a deck chair on saturday security guards patrolling the area discovered someone defacing the work east suffolk council said the authority said it was hopeful it could be restored that really annoys me. Like, I hate that. Anyway, I know, yeah. A spokeswoman for the council said, engaging with specialists about restoring the artwork and asked the public not to try and repair the work themselves. The council spokeswoman said, we are naturally appalled someone has chosen to behave in such a selfish and mindless way, given how excited we are all by the appearance of these works here on the East Coast. So, Sharon, do you love a Banksy? Do you think that's bang out of order? I do love a Banksy. Mm. And you know what's probably most impressive about him? He's been doing this for 30 years and we still don't know who he is. Wow. And apparently uh, his own family members don't know that he's Banksy. Imagine being Banksy's mum and you have no idea. Banksy's lover and you have no idea. You're like making that's a, that's a whole lie. Yeah, <laughs> that is a complete lie. Yeah, of a speaking life. of lies, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That is... <laughs> That is hard. And for those who do know, because apparently he was part of a graffiti team like when he was coming up before he became Banksy. Um, so those members of that graffiti crew know who he is. So And they don't tell. They're yeah. great friends. They're so friends. to have all these people who just, you know, likely know but never tell, I think that's a, an awesome thing. But but yeah, I mean, his artwork is just so cool. It's so fresh. It's street art. It's stuff that we can all relate to, to a, a great extent. It's always edgy. You know, it can be controversial. And he likes to send powerful messages. Plus, it just looks really good. And um, I'm, absolutely, I'm absolutely disgusted by the vandals, but it doesn't really surprise me because there are a bunch of idiots out there that yeah. do stupid stuff like that. I mean, as soon as like a Banksy goes on a building, like I feel like there's one in Liverpool where it's become a listed building now that like, you literally cannot do anything to that building. And so it's kept up. And also like, so my mum's an artist. I wish she was Banksy. That would be insane. Maybe. Um, 
Maybe I that's mean, her. Maybe. She pretends she can't drive 20 minutes down the road. So I would be so impressed if that was her traveling down south. <laughs> I'd be like, you're my so hero. She's trying to throw you off the trail. I mean, Banksy must be a total like blagger in his life. He must be so, so blanksy. <laughs> I know. That's a lot of lies because you've got to cover your tracks. Yeah. But um, so when like if my mum was to paint a picture she paints murals as well i remember speaking of lies as well as a kid defacing her artwork (gasps) as a kid purposely well i think we i think me and my friend like had a friend sleepover and my friend just literally got a marker pen out and just started drawing (gasps) on it oh and so and then she was like can i do this and i was like yeah trying to be like a cough like a cough cocky you know, yeah, maybe, like, I'm like, cool. Yeah, but yeah, you can do whatever do you want. Yeah, and so my mum was, like, so angry because she was like, how dare you do that? And then my mum had this flip of, well, actually, I draw on the walls, so who's to say that you can't draw on these walls that I'm drawing on? And so I thought, yeah, but you're good and I'm bad at it. So if Banksy's actually graffitiing the walls and he's doing it, then why are people not allowed to do it as well? Why is it one rule for one? because his stuff's worth a hell of a lot more than theirs his is, his is actually his yeah, is actually yeah. good because back in the days i mean when banksy first started doing it people saw it as vandalism right mm, and they yeah. used to scrub yeah. that stuff off and even now to a certain extent i know he did some stuff um some murals on the underground the the london underground the tube and mm. they got rid of those so the rats, was it little rats like going about the business? Were, I think so. I think With so. With corona and, masks. Yeah, yeah, that sounds familiar. And I think those were scrubbed clean. Um, yeah, so those were scrubbed clean. So it's interesting because there are certain areas that see his work as, oh, wow, now you've helped make us a tourist attraction. Yeah. You're helping to bring in money to the community. And then there are other communities that still see it as vandalism and they will get rid of those murals and one of the one of the murals that he painted in Suffolk or Norfolk it was three kids and they're on a boat and he used used this corrugated iron like an actual slab like big slab of iron that looks like the boats that's what he created the boat out of And it said, we're all in the same boat. But they ended up having to move that corrugated piece of iron because it was blocking a drain. So now the boat's gone, but they put some sort of protection over the rest of the artwork because they want to keep that as protected as possible. And what they might do is put the corrugated piece of iron in a a museum. But they want to, they get it. They get that this is going to be great for the community that Banksy chose us. And he's worked his way up to that point. Yeah. And also, I hate to die and never know him. Like, it's one of those mysteries of life. Like, well, you know, that triangle, the Bermuda Triangle in the the sea. Where did did those planes go? And who's Banksy? Like, it's (laughs) one of the great mysteries of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Where did that airplane go all those years ago? There's like an airplane that went missing. I think it's a bunch. Planes and boats. And I mean, I would like to go through it just to see if I make it out the other end yeah, yeah i'm feeling i'm feeling brave like that plus i want to go to bermuda but um but no you're, you're absolutely right one of the things that really stands out to me about him i don't know if you remember it was i think it was in 2018 or 2017 so his most famous 
uh, mural, which is the girl, the most famous painting, the girl with the balloon. And I think yeah. it's just called girl with a balloon. Right. So that was put up for auction at Sotheby's and somebody bought it. And as soon as the hammer went down, like the picture started moving <gasps> through the frame. Yes. And do you remember it was shredded? It destroyed itself. It destroyed oh, itself. Like that... part of it was still intact, but half of it was destroyed and in shreds. And then they changed the name of the painting to suit what it now was. And apparently a Banksy fan who had their own Banksy uh, painting thought, oh, you know, I've got a good idea. Let me destroy my Banksy painting and then it's going to be worth a whole lot more. And apparently they were very disappointed because oh. that was not the case at all. <laughs> Probably worth nothing now. Why so. would you destroy it and think, oh yeah, now it's worse than, what? Oh, no. yeah, I mean, I'm like, oh, well, they did it at Sotheby's and Banksy did it to his own piece of art. So I'm going to do it too. And it's going to go up. It's going to be worth 10 times as much. Uh, that uh, was genius though. I was, I was... I was hooked. I yeah. was in. That was brilliant. Loved it. Yeah. So he's always doing stuff that's that's edgy. And I am convinced he's a man just because uh, I watched the video. He did put out a video on his social media, on his Instagram. He does give like little hints and clues. And that's where he verifies like, yes, this uh, is a Banksy piece of work. Yeah. But there's a video and he's basically going around in this camper to these different areas and doing the spray painting. And he uses stencils and stuff. So you get to see a bit of the behind the scenes of how that all happened. And then there's a woman at the end. Like he's he's fine. He is not a sensitive guy. He is somebody who will laugh at himself. Right. So at the very end, there's a woman saying, oh, it looked a lot better from way back there. It doesn't look as good close up. <laughs> and that's how he ends the piece. So I, I like that. love him. Yeah. yeah. We oh. love him. We don't even know who this guy is. But and I know. he doesn't even get the perks of like going into exclusive restaurants or getting <laughs> in the club without lining up like I'm Banksy. You know, you can't because you can't make anyone know who you are. True art. True art. That's just true art for you. Anonymous. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Just he's, love it. he's there for the love of the art and sending those and, powerful messages as well. I mean, also as well, a lot of artists don't become famous or well-known unless like after they've died even, or yeah. they don't get to, you know, fully get the, you know, the full credit that they deserve. Yeah. And, that, and whilst the money alive. as well, whilst yeah. they're alive. Yeah. He's making a ton of money. I think there was something, oh, he did something around um, the pandemic, uh, showing love to healthcare workers. Did you see that one? It was, oh, I yeah. love this one, the little boy. Yeah. And he's he's playing with a, a nurse doll with the uh, the cross on her, the, the emergency it, cross. With a cape uh, on it. Is with that... a cape on, yeah. So basically yeah. this is his new su superhero. And in the bin is Batman, and I think Spider-Man as well. Yeah. So I thought that was beautiful. And I think that was sold for about $23 million. So um, his highest selling piece so far. Wow. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of money. All right. So listener letter number two. Let's jump right into this one. This is from Melissa, um, who's giving us an update as well. An update from me. I love this. Look, update day. Yeah, I know. I know. Because sometimes we have no idea. You know, we send you out into the abyss, like armed with our knowledge, our best knowledge and advice. <laughs> and we never know what happens to you after that. So <laughs> 
<laughs> we appreciate this. Um, so this is an update from Melissa saying, uh, when I babysat my friend's child, although I thought about what you said, I decided to help out anyways as my friend was really stuck. I was nervous at first, but we put Toy Story on and had a pizza party and she was good as gold. I was still happy to say goodbye at the end, though. Thanks, girls. <laughs> well, all's well that ends well. That that makes me happy because you know what? I'd have been nervous too. And then as soon as you get through it, you made a new little best mate and you've had the best time. Exactly. A pizza party. That sounds like fun. I want to I wanna join I the pizza party. Pizza party. That's <laughs> a brilliant idea. It is. But I, yeah, I, I used to be in the same boat. Now I, I was just back home, as I said. I was with my nieces and nephews and... I'm just like super comfortable with kids now. And you know what helps? Just the way I am with my cats. Because I noticed like <laughs> the way I talk to my cats and they're like my toddlers. I was talking to my little niece and nephew in the same way and it was working. They loved it. <laughs> so I'm like, that, that can be great experience having a pet. Like if kids, you know, are a little that's too much for you right now. Yeah, that's, that's your warm-up warm up phase. Do you know what I think is great as well is remember when we were kids and we had like toy trends yeah. and like toy trends come about now. So like now the toy trend is like puppets. Have you witnessed a puppet? No, I didn't know. Wait, a, these, a puppet? Like, no, like oh. puppet. So they're like Pop rubber it. things that just okay. you fidget with and like, you know, like fid- fidget spinners and things like this. Like, do you, yeah. remember, do you ever? I remember things the fidget like, spinner, yeah. Yeah, like I think on TikTok with kids, like puppets are the, the most amazing thing ever. And like, I have played with <laughs> puppets recently. No idea what it is, yeah. No, I mean, this is a thing. Cause I, I was like, like yo-yos were a thing when I was a kid. Yeah, remember yo-yos? I remember yo-yos. I wasn't good with yo-yos. No, I didn't. I remember one of I, my friends at school did a yo-yo around the world and it smashed a teacher's <gasps> car window. Oh, my And we gosh. literally just was like, <gasps> and then we were banned from yo-yos. And I was like, oh. nice one, ruined our lives. <laughs> I would have been pissed if I was that teacher, yeah, because it's not like, is the school going to pay for that one? Well, oh, you would. think, yeah, you um, think now and as, as an adult, you think one of the little one of those shits is just exactly. the window the bloody yo-yo and you'd be like why is that happening uh, that would have been me as well with my attempt to do the, yeah the round the world there's there's no way we also used to we used to play with marbles as well teacher we actually used to play with marbles which i thought was interesting because i didn't even know but when i moved to i think it was when i moved to guildford because mm. we weren't playing marbles in watford when i moved to guildford like the kids had all these different types of marbles Marbles, like really beautiful like marble looking marbles and then the yeah. usual sort of clear ones and then these giant marbles and we used to be out there like playing marbles and if you hit my marble then you take my marble and that's <gasps> added to your collection and wow um, yeah. that kind of thing like you know we were simple back in the days weren't we yeah <laughs> we were yeah. really simple but my my niece my older niece has been really into um not anymore because she's sort of, you know, she's 14 now. She's grown up so much. A dramatic change from when I, I saw her a couple of years ago. Oh. But um, squishies, she loves those squishy things. Do you know squishies? What's a squishy? Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So it can literally be anything. It could be like a squishy hamburger and it's got a face on it probably. Like just little toys that are just super squishy. And you, you just squish. Squish it and it, yeah, it's basically how it sounds. I feel like there's secret stress relievers here. Like yeah. these things are like for like just adults should be just going around having their, in their lunch break just squeezing like a squishy <laughs> and then trading them with each other and doing a marble game and being <laughs> trading like that COVID. Trading that yeah. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're missing a trick here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, totally. Those are stress relievers. And uh, we all went over to my brother's house who has my oldest niece and uh, the younger one. So we're like, squishy, squishy. Yeah. So they get very excited about their squishies. I don't know if they're on their, on those pop-up work. What do they call poppets? Poppets. Pop I pop don't know it. if they're on the poppets yet because I didn't see any of those when yeah. I was over. That's the thing. That's your next thing. It's so weird. It's just like an obsession, and you take them in the bath and you carry them everywhere, and then you trade them with people, and just you see them in the shop, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's a poppet! Love oh it!" Oh my god, I had no idea. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. have to look up these poppet things and maybe send some to the kids. Thanks Do for it. that idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Melissa, on making it through. Now that you've done well, uh, I'm sure your friend's going to be calling you a lot more regularly to help out. I'm sure you're going to be thrilled by that. You've ruined it. <laughs> you <laughs> you did good. it to yourself. <laughs> you, you asked for it. <laughs> That's, that's it, it isn't, isn't it, it? Oh, oh! That's, it. that's it that's what we say well that's it isn't it yeah that is everything thank you for listening to Loose Lips with Sharon Carpenter and me Georgie Porter there's a bonus episode on Friday which is extra lippy it's all about you folk we'll be back on Tuesday next week all right, subscribe or follow. Rate and review. We want to hear from you. Uh, email us, looseslips at createproductions.com. Also, at the Missy Porter, at Sharon Carpenter on social media. Hit us with your questions, your dilemmas, your comments, your everything. Okay, and we will see you on Friday for a little extra lippy. Bye. Bye.